Hey everybody, Mark here. Thanks so much for joining us for this Menlo moment. And I am so excited about this one because it features the story of Margaret and Tony, who are both in their early 90s and shares their story of a lifetime of servanthood to God, which includes them being high school sweethearts, moving abroad to Japan, as well as when they moved back here, launching and literally building the church that we worship at in Saratoga now. It is an inspiring story, and I know that you're going to get as much out of it as I did because there's a lot of lessons to be learned there, and we're so grateful for their willingness to share. And if you're listening to this as this comes out, you still have time to sign up for our Menlo 150 anniversary, which is happening on November 5th. That's Sunday, November 5th at 1030 at Woodside High School. So we're all gathering in one location. If you show up to a campus that day, we will not have church there. We will all be at Woodside High School and where we are celebrating our 150th year anniversary as one church all together in one location. So please sign up at menlo.church slash menlo150 if you haven't already. And if you can be there physically, great. If you need to be there uh, through the internet, also great. We'll be streaming it. Come say hi to me in the chat. So I will see you there. And now let's go ahead and jump into this amazing Menlo moment. Okay, and I'm Margaret. And I'm Tony, and we're glad for this Menlo moment. So thanks yes. so much for being here. Margaret, we'll start with you. Oh, Where'd okay. you grow up? What was your, what was your home life like? What was your family like? Well, I grew up in Campbell. Okay. So local, local here. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, we both did. And I went through the schools uh, in Campbell. Okay. Um, my parents always went to church, though it wasn't something that was talked about a lot okay. or was a part of, though my parents read their Bible every night, but mm -hmm. it just wasn't something shared. Mm -hmm. I mean, we went to mm -hmm. high school together and we're okay. high school sweethearts. So you're high school sweethearts? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Campbell High School. Campbell yeah. High School? Campbell High. Okay. Yeah. What year did you, were you both in the same year? Or? No, he was a couple years ahead of me. Okay. And uh, mm -hmm. we married, it was Korean War at the time. And okay. Anyway, so sure. it's been a long journey. Wow. Yeah. And then what was your home life like? Did you grow up in a... Well, I, I grew up in Campbell, too. My okay. folks built a house in Campbell. And yeah. About three or four miles from Margaret's home, actually. Okay. So we, uh, I went to a little school called Cambrian Grammar okay. School. Mm -hmm. She went to Campbell Grammar School. Got it. And then we both went to Campbell High School. And um, my folks were Catholic. Um, sure. Being of Italian descent. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I remember one time the priest came by driving in his little old car okay. uh, way back in the, I don't know, must have been the 30s, 40s, and said, I want your two sons in catechism on Saturday morning. They said that to your told parents? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and so we did. We went to catechism. Okay. And, um, but that was, um, I think, my brother and I were confirmed in the Catholic Church, but we, we never went to church. Our family... Mm. Went on Christmas, maybe, or Easter, mm -hmm. and uh, we're not very close to the Catholic Church. Okay. So when I met Margaret in high school, yeah. she was involved in the uh, uh, CE group at Westminster Press in San Jose. Okay. And so um, for an easy date, I used to take her to CE. And <laughs> 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 okay. We, uh, yeah. we had a good time there with the young people. And sure. And um, when I was 16, mm -hmm. I committed my life to Christ. Wow. And uh, with Dwight, um, Dwight Small. Small. Dwight Small. Okay. Dwight Small, well-known mm -hmm. 
Presbyterian minister, was the pastor there for a few years. Okay. And so we, uh, he married us uh, when we were young. Mm. And we were uh, 19 and 20, or 19. 18 and 19, something like that. Okay. Because the Korean War was wanting to draft me, and mm. I ended up joining the Air Force. Okay. And um, we went from there wow. together. Yeah. Do you remember when you first met? Um, I remember our first date. What was the first date? <laughs> we went to a movie. And, you went to uh, a movie. The California Movie Theater on First Street in San Jose. Okay. And I think the movie was called Mary Lou. Or so, oh, the my song. gosh, how would you remember that? I, just, I remember the song. You remember the song? Uh, the song <laughs> Mary Lou went with that. Okay. Anyway. It was a big song then, that's for sure. Sure. And then not, I mean, we were very young, but 72 year, years later, we're still here. So It's amazing. Uh, we're very, very thankful. The Lord's, wow. his grace is great. Okay. Wow. That's great. You, did you go off to the Korean War and what, what were you doing during that time? Uh, well, uh, we were together and not together. I mean, sure. it was just that he was traveling and here mm -hmm. in different bases, but mm -hmm. we had times when we were together and that's one of the times when we were together and was in japan okay and so um when we were first married he went right off to base camp and yeah so we had four years in the military sure. and he had just started college and okay couldn't didn't have deferment so then that was after the military Got did it. the college years but by then we had three children so okay it was busy but i yeah. was we, tr we were in Utah and Texas and finally Japan, and there were lots of times when he was gone, and I just lived with my folks okay. until he came back. Your folks, in, were they still in they Campbell during that time? They were still in Campbell. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was great, but mm -hmm. then when he could have me in the base, then I would go be yeah. with him. So, wow. Um, yeah, our second child was born in Japan. We, I went over uh -huh. on a ship, two weeks on a ship, a cruise, uh, not a cruise ship. Was, Whoa. <laughs> Uh, troop, a troop ship. ship. <laughs> a troop ship. Wow. And okay. it was a 16-month-old. So that was a journey, but uh, he met me in Japan, and then we went to our base. Wow. Yeah. And then I'm curious, what was your faith like during that time? Because it's so hard to be apart from each other um, yeah. in relationship. Also doing incredibly difficult things, whether that's traveling and being a mom by yourself or actually being enlisted. It, it was always hard. Mm -hmm. We had uh, three or four times when we were split up. Yeah. Um, the longest one when we were in Japan, mm. and I was there uh, about eight or nine months, and we we didn't have housing there for the uh, non-commissioned officers. I was a sergeant. Okay. And um, the commissioned officers took all the base housing that was available, mm. and we didn't. Our uh, non-commissioned officers didn't have any place take families oh. and we we did an unusual thing we we uh, we built mobile units on military property okay we paid for the units oh. and I designed the unit it was just a little 35 by 10 okay. mobile home kind yeah. of thing Wow and the Japanese built that for us yeah we had a contractor okay and it cost us a thousand dollars to build that. <laughs> So you're the architect of your house. I was the architect of it. <laughs> okay. And uh, it was interesting to watch them build those things. Oh, and yeah. We built 35 of those. Okay. And I, had, I was the number five, uh, got the number fifth unit. Okay. And um, we lived in that for 
eight or nine months, and then our housing um, came available on the base, and we moved on the base and sold our unit to a, a Navy man oh, that wanted it. But, you yeah. know, if we go back to the our experience as faith-oriented, uh -huh. you were always in the chapel. You eventually became the assistant chaplain. Wow, that was on the base? <clears throat> yeah. Whoa, we, okay. We were involved with missionaries and... Wow. Yeah, yeah in, in Japan, we were in the chapel. When we were on, in the States, mm -hmm. we were usually in a, um, uh, a local church, church in sure. the area. Yeah. But uh, in the military uh, in Japan, we mm -hmm. were part of the chapel group. Yeah. And I have to say those churches were a big influence in our early Christian experience. Yeah. So they meant a lot to us. Yeah. The first church where we met the Lord was very strong, and yeah. young families and couples were very important. Yeah. And, and that was the church in Saratoga, or that was, was a different church? It was in San Jose. Oh, in San Jose. <clears throat> okay. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, West, West Minister <clears throat> Press in San, in San Jose. Jose. Well, we, yeah. we um, committed our lives to Christ in that church, and then when we came back from the service, mm -hmm. we went to that church, <clears throat> and we're part of a... A couples group called Voyagers, and okay. as a matter of fact, we led the group and taught Bible study there for a while. Wow! And um, until we had uh, we had some friends, we were living in Saratoga, driving to San Jose, okay, ten or fifteen miles. Got it. And we had some friends that we were in Saratoga also, and he was an IBMer, mm -hmm. and um, he's an IBMer. He <laughs> invited me to join IBM, which I did. Yeah. And then he invited us to join them in this new church merger out in Saratoga. Okay. And it actually wasn't a merger. Not it was a merger. Starting, a it was starting a start. Church. Starting church. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so you were living in Saratoga at the time, yes. but then attending church in San Jose. Right. Yeah. And then right. were right. invited to plant a church or start a church yes. in Saratoga? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Wow. We were. Yes. So there were about eight or ten couples that helped start that church in Saratoga. Uh -huh. And uh, we, when we came back from the military, we built a home in Saratoga, so that's why Got we it. were there. Yeah, yeah. we had um, <clears throat> we had bought a lot when I, I in 1948 when I graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. I wanted to build a house, so I found this property in Saratoga, yeah. a little lot, oh, and man. I bought that, yeah. and. Um, that's we ended up building the house when we got out of the service. Okay. The greatest thing we ever did, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a good investment. It was a very good investment. <laughs> yeah. We had no idea what <laughs> community we were moving into. <laughs> sure. What did it look like at the time? Orchard, all it was around. All orchard. We, there were a couple streets where uh -huh. we were building, which was near the high school, which was great. Oh, like downtown, like blocks. Saratoga High School? Well, Saratoga, Saratoga High. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just had been built. And uh, the Saratoga High, and there was just orchard everywhere. And of course, we grew up in Campbell, where there was nothing but orchard. Right. And this was called the Valley of the Heart's Delight. You know, it was just prunes and apricots, and uh -huh. um, it was all around us. We yeah. kids all worked in the fruit, you know, yeah. cutting cots and picking prunes, and yeah, it was a great life. Yeah. Really, a lot of changes. Sure has changed. Yeah, a lot. Okay. We we had a lot of fun. Meeting before we had a church facility, mm -hmm. we met in homes and mm -hmm. we met in different places for worship as we started to get more people. Okay. And we had a little theater in Saratoga, and we used to meet in that. Oh. That was part of the time we met in 
and we had a little lady that used to come and cover the billboards over with sh sheets. Because it was an art art theater. <laughs> oh. She didn't like she didn't like the billboards. Okay, so those would get covered up. <laughs> so they got covered up every okay. week. So we worshipped there. We had an art center. We worshipped in. We yeah. um, community center. Community center. Okay. And, and finally, we bought this property on Harriman Avenue uh -huh. and built a sanctuary there. Okay. And this was in the the forties or fifties or? Well, it's been sixty. Fifty. Late fifties, early sixties. Okay. Mm -hmm. Our children were uh, three. What would be uh, three, seven, and nine okay. at that time. Mm -hmm. And wow. most of the families were in our age group, maybe a little bit older. Yeah. And so the children went to worship with us, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we didn't have Christian ed. So even though the sanctuary might have been built, children were still going to different homes or places for Sunday school, Got which it. we had at the time. Okay. So they go to Sunday school, we pick them up, bring them to church, then yeah. they go to worship. And wow. <laughs> so they kind of grew up in worship, and that mm -hmm. was a major part of their life. And sure always in Sunday school and then later in youth groups and yeah. active in a young life group in the high school, which was very, very active at that time. Okay. Wow. And so at some point, that church, I assume, got a little bit bigger and had more people attending. It sounds like there were more young families and maybe Saratoga, there are more people building in that area. Yes, okay. absolutely. We, mm -hmm. our, um, our founding pastor is interesting. He was in the Second World War. Mm. And he was what they call a foxhole Christian. Okay. The, he came to know the Lord, I guess, in a foxhole. He said, Lord, if you get me out of here, I'm going to serve you. Wow. And he did. And okay. um, he was in Alaska with a little church when we called him to our church to be our founding pastor. <laughs> okay. And his yeah. name was John Stokes. John Stokes. And... Um, he, uh, unfortunately, he died very young mm -hmm. with a heart attack mm -hmm. after he preached the Sunday morning sermon. Um, he was in his 40s, I think. When 49, he, I think. When he died. <laughs> wow. That was our okay. founding pastor, though. Yeah. And uh, that was our start. Yeah. yeah. But we, we grew to, I think, around um, 400 uh, members mm -hmm. in, yeah, we did. in the church. Okay. And... Um, but when we um, merged with Menno, we might have been down to about 125, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. really we were getting older, you know. Every <laughs> yeah. our kids had grown and moved away or gone off okay. to college, and that was true with most all of the families. And yeah. so it was becoming a much older congregation, and okay. the uh, ones that were a little younger were doing all the work, and that was hard. And it was mm -hmm. just a difficult. We held together and. People were very loyal to the church and loved it, but it was yeah. hard to keep it. Right. Well, and we weren't really reaching the community mm. because we weren't reaching the young people, and that's what we wanted to do. Mm. And when we built the church, our commitment was to reach the high school across the street because right. we were right across the street from the high school. Right. And that wasn't happening, and the, the ethnicity or the uh -huh. ethnicity in the community had changed mm -hmm. and we weren't able to seem to reach out to that them wow. but, we, but we did we did reach the high school for a period of time oh yes oh really yes yeah, early we, on uh, we uh, we used the high school facility 
for a while, and the high school used to come over and use our sanctuary, <coughs> and mm-hmm. we had a luncheon, big luncheon for the dinners, uh, for the teachers yes. uh, oh. every year, and um, so we were very closely connected with the high school. Yes, we were. Yeah. We had a large group of high schoolers that used to meet on Harriman Avenue, Okay, and um, but we invited them in, and yeah. we had them in the uh, fellowship hall. We built the fellowship hall by then. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a youth pastor that would meet with them. We we met with them. We we were quite close with Young Life. Yes, okay. very. We awesome. had a large group of Young Life kids meeting in the church. Yep, about a hundred kids yeah. on Monday nights or something like that. Wow. Uh, for a while. Yeah. And we were also very close with the scout troops, and we had yes. scouts meeting yeah. in our sanctuary and. Buildings. So lots yeah. of com- ways to involve the community. Yes. Get people yes, there involved were. there. Yeah. Not as many as we could have or should okay. have just because of the yeah. energy or the years sure. change. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, when we were young and I, we were young couples, there were a group of us that used to uh, meet and go bi-monthly out to the a mental institution, which was oh, in San Jose at the time. Okay. Uh, was closed down, but wow. we'd do hair and have birthday parties and yeah. play games. And, and we reached out to the wives of the prison community, wow. um, uh, some at that time. So yeah. there was outreach, Definitely. but, you know, we, mm-hmm. things change. Yeah. So then how people. did how did Menlo get involved? So at this point, you there there was a, a lot of people. Then it sounded like some empty nesters. And yeah, very much. The, there was a, a drop in attendance, or however you want to say that, and well, then yeah, I, I think I was kind of instrumental in in merging. Okay, I I talked to our our pastor was uh, Steve Steele at the time, mm-hmm. and um, we knew something had to be done, and um, even though we were financially uh, stable, our church was uh, mm-hmm. in good shape financially. We, we thought we weren't reaching the community and we needed to do something. My idea was we would bring a young church that was trying to get started into our facility yep. and merge with them and grow with the young people. As a matter of fact, we had a young youth pastor with us for a few years that got ordained mm. and he was starting a young church in San Jose. And so I was thinking, well, maybe something like that would be worked out. Right. And um, I guess Steve had some connections with pastors in Menlo. Mm-hmm. And so then that went from us bringing in a church, Menlo bringing us in as, as a church. Right. It kind of worked a little differently. Yeah. Uh, and it was um, bothersome to some people. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. What we were doing. And we... Um, we did lose some uh, members, but mm-hmm. all in all, it's been a very good merger, and Menlo has mm-hmm. been very thoughtful of the older people that have been mm-hmm. there at the yeah. church, mm-hmm. and um, they've refurbished a lot of the buildings, and 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 it's grown since yeah. Menlo yeah. And we're first. getting, it's such a joy to us old folks to see young families there. Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me again. That's okay. <clears throat> Probably not good in the video. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry right. about no that. Problem. I can cut that part out. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, nowadays, now we see them. We have a courtyard. I don't know if you've ever been there, I but have. it's yeah. surrounded with fence and mm -hmm. it's protected, and the kids just play and run around. So and it's such a joy to, yeah. for us that mm. had that when we were young. Yeah. To see that with these young families coming in. And we've reached a very large Asian population. Yeah. And that's, that's been a blessing. Aww. And yeah. And Aww. I've I've had a prayer ministry in that church for thirty five years. Crazy. And it's gone on. So yeah. we're Menlo's been very supportive. Good. Can you paint the picture for me on what the, the first month or so of that merger was like? Was it an immediate lots of people joined was there excitement was it hard what was what was that time period like for you well it, it was um, very positive I, I was concerned sure. as an elder in the <clears throat> church mm -hmm. and um, I told Steve I said well let's why don't we just try this for a few <laughs> months <laughs> a little trial period and, yeah and see how this is gonna work before we go all out and uh, and turn our facilities over to Menlo and turn over everything control to them. I said, let's just try it. Yeah. And he said, no, Mer Menlo didn't want to do that. We're going full bore. <laughs> and, um, mm -hmm. and it was great. The first Sunday we had 200 people, I think, wow. uh, in attendance, as I recall. And Menlo was wise, too. They had some people that were in Mountain View commit to coming to our facility for a while. Mm -hmm. And of course we got Scott Palmbush, who was in Mountain View to be our first campus pastor. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, it started off with a real boom and, and really um, worked. Mm -hmm. I was trying to remember, I think they did a lot of refurbishing before we had oh, that really? first Sunday. Okay, And so there was some um, work in the bathrooms and the and the yeah. kitchen and the sanctuary. And we were coming up here every week for services uh, because it was closed down while they it. were redoing everything. Got it. Did that for a short, yeah. just a short period. Yeah, sure. right. Interesting. It was. You know, we we have dear friends that left, and that's yeah, always hard. That is hard. And um, you know, in any church situation, and we've been in a lot of them. Uh, from the military and, and what we've gone through, people like different things, and mm -hmm. it, churches will meet their needs differently. Yeah. And so some have left. Yeah. Music has been an issue mm -hmm. and uh, for some. Mm -hmm. And we used to always have organ and a choir and all of that, and right. things have changed. And, yep. and yet we're so excited about the people we reach. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's what we're all about, right, mm -hmm. is to... Mm -hmm reach others for the Lord and see them come in and enjoy worship and become a part of a family. Yeah. And that's what <clears throat> I think Saratoga in its past history was always a family. Yeah. And our kids always felt when they came home back, they were coming to a family. Oh. And that's, we hope it stayed similar and the same for yeah. sure. So yeah. I would say two major things happened. We, we saw a great influx of young people, which we were praying for would happen mm -hmm. with Mendel Merger. And then I also saw a large um, investment that Mendel has made in refurbishing the facility and keeping up the, the yard and all of that stuff that 
I spent a lot of time on with a group of volunteers. Yeah. We did a lot of used to do a lot of work around the church. Sure. And uh, we were called the toolbox crew. And uh, <laughs> I need to start one of those for down here. <laughs> you want to? You want to help me? They <laughs> did a lot. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I'm not as able as I used to be. <laughs> but um, Menlo has done a great job uh, in both aspects with the people mm-hmm. and with the facility. Wow. The, the facility always was kind of Tony's thing, and. Yeah. Uh, this group of men were wonderful. I mean, they would build ramps for widows, uh, mm. people that were mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. able to get in the house, and stairs if they needed it, and uh, help in any of that way, and then keep the rose garden up. I don't know if you've seen our rose yeah, garden. It's beautiful. Keep that up and build cabinets and build soup bookcases and anything. Fences, we put the fence up. They all that fence around the property. Storage area in the back we built. (laughs) Yeah, it was a great group, great group. Sounds like it. But But again, things change, you know, (laughs) ages change. Well, the the advantage we had at that time is we had a lot of older people and we had a lot of retired people in the church. And so a lot of men that were capable Uh uh, were able to be on this toolbox group. Today... We have mostly young people, mm. and they're all working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have weekends, which they need to be with their family, and it's, it's difficult to get mm-hmm. volunteers, yeah. much more difficult than it was mm. when we were an older church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It sounds like you had been involved in the church in some capacity for ever. We have. We have. Yeah. You ask our kids. <laughs> they would, they would, <laughs> They'd say the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have. Um, we've always, I mean, when we were young, I taught Sunday school, and yeah. eventually we taught, Tony and I taught classes together, and we had a marriage yeah. uh, group together for years. Wow. Um, we've taught, he's taught Bible classes. Sure. I used to teach women's Bible classes. Okay. Wow. Um, then that sort of went out to women's retreats I did for about 10 years yeah. and led. Oh, um, wow. That's I don't know. We, you know, we used to do the cooking in the church sure, and the sure. putting the tables up and yeah. moving things around. Yeah. I mean, we did as a church. We did everything. Uh-huh. We didn't have anybody doing yeah. things. We just did it ourselves. Wow. We had a time. I don't know how long it was. Maybe eight or nine years. Where in the summer, we had a week long family camp. We called it at the church every night. With a dinner, everybody really? came. Family yeah, and then they would have different classes from investments to bicycle repair to, I don't know, bridge <laughs> okay. to, yeah. uh, and and the kids all signed up and the children were in classes and very very special time. It was called family affair. Yeah, it was family <laughs> affair. Okay. And it was week long every year for. Ten years, maybe. Wow. Nine years, yeah. But we, eventually... We meet every night for dinner and mm-hmm. social time together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little worship and sure. and just have the classes, which was really a fun yeah. thing. It, it, but it takes a lot of work, right? Those kind of things of take a lot of it's work. It's pretty involved. And I think uh, things change. Like, I, I look back and I think about the Bible study, women's Bible studies mm-hmm. I had for so many years. But then things began to change where women began to work. 
You know, uh-huh. I was an at-home mm-hmm. mom. Mm-hmm. Most of my friends were at-home moms. Mm. Those years were over, mm-hmm. and women, more couples, both were working. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't have day yeah. Bible studies like right. we had when I was a young woman. Mm. So things began to just be different, and you yeah. just go along with the difference and yeah. try to do the best you can. Wow. Doing it in different ways. Yeah. And the it seems like just like a lifetime of involvement in serving yeah. and helping out. And so for those people that might not be involved now, how was how did being involved in the church, whether that's volunteering your time or your expertise in building, how did that affect you and your your relationship with God? What encouragements would you give someone that's like, I want to get involved, but I'm not sure yet? Well, for me, I would think... If you've committed your life to Christ, you want to be a part of the body of Christ. Mm. And so you, just like a family, everybody has jobs, everybody does their part, everybody participated, there's communication, right? There's mm-hmm. things you need to deal with, things that you don't always agree on, but you you deal with them and you work them through. And that was just something we grew up in as a young couple, yeah. Okay. that you don't just go to church on a Sunday you're there, you work, you participate. I mean, the, when we met the Lord, we had Sunday night service. We had Wednesday night prayer group and dinner. Our kids all went to Sunday school as they grew up. Youth groups were a part. I mean, yeah. it just was a family thing you did and right. you committed to. Okay. And it was just natural, I guess. Mm-hmm. If my children were here, you could ask them. I mean, they're... They're participants in their church, and mm-hmm. they feel they have to. They want to do their part for the Lord, and so mm-hmm. they serve in whatever way they can. That's good. And to us, um, it's not just going on Sunday. It's a a life commitment. Wow. And our kids would say, "Oh, I don't want to go to church." And I, well, you have to go to school. You got to go to church. That's just <laughs> a part. <laughs> okay. A part of our life. That's yeah. what we do. Oh. Tony, anything to add to that? I don't think there's much to add to that. Church was actually, yes, it was a part of our life Mm -hmm. and our lives. I um, that was always the way it was when we in the service Mm -hmm. in our first married years, and Mm -hmm. continued that way Mm -hmm. um, when we were discharged and mm-hmm. started the church here. Mm-hmm. I, I taught Sunday school for many years, adult classes and Bible study, which I loved. I loved the history of the church and, mm. of course, the Gospels. But um, I, I really loved the Old Testament, and I spent a lot of time doing that. And I, I wish I could do it today, I, but my hearing is so bad, I really cannot <laughs> participate too well in... In group uh, activities, I, I don't hear well enough. Oh. Um, but um, it was um, a great time in our lives, yeah. and um, yeah. it was church was always a part, the main part of our lives, really. Sure. Wow. When we started the church, I have to say it was a str- it was a faith lesson for me particularly. Yeah. Um, I think Tony was gung-ho on let's starting and these mm-hmm. young couples that we were doing and new work and participating. But 
I had a great familiarity with women in the other church and stepping out in faith and starting a new work was not easy. Yeah. And and it's similar as we join Menlo, right? That's mm. another step of faith that mm-hmm. you take and say, um, if God's calling us to do this, that's what we'll do. I can't say for me it was always easy, particularly when we started our church. Mm-hmm. But God used it in our lives, I think, mightily. And there yeah. were a lot of lessons we learned. Yeah. So. Wow. And you've been around for almost all of it. I mean... Well, we have. <laughs> yeah. You've been around the church since it started and then through the merger with Menlo, and you've yeah. seen so much. So what are your hopes for Menlo going forward? I mean, we're, we're capturing these conversations as we're celebrating our 150th year anniversary, which is crazy that you've been there for almost half of that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, what, what would your hopes be for the next 150 years for Menlo? Well, I, I hope Menlo is successful in in getting churches all around the Bay Area and uh, and really mm-hmm. having an impact in this Bay Area in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great challenge and a um, a difficult uh, yeah. area too mm-hmm. to bring church into. Mm-hmm. So it's a tough challenge, but I, boy, that would be beautiful to see. Yeah. Um, a Bay Area for Christ. <laughs> it really would. Yeah. And of course, that I mean, isn't that what the church is all about, is to reach out to those. And I guess the church is always wondering, how do we do that? They're always reevaluating, right? Mm-hmm. What's the best way to reach the community around them? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the answer. I don't. That's okay. I don't really know how you do it. Yeah. Um, I think we're doing well now. Mm-hmm. And it, word of mouth seems to be getting around, but we sure could do a lot more. Mm. And one of the things I would like to see personally, and I think we both feel that way, this way, is just growth in um, the word mm. and the knowledge of it mm-hmm. and the importance of prayer and that it isn't just a Sunday thing. Yeah. Your faith is a daily thing. And people are so busy today it's hard to commit to a lot of the things the church might even offer that are out there, but there's sports on Sundays, and which we didn't have when our mm-hmm. kids were growing up. Mm-hmm. They had sports, but they weren't competing against Sunday. Yeah. So <clears throat> maybe we're too old to figure out what's the best way to do it. We leave it in your young people's hands. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, have to say, I think sports are important. And sports are a very big factor in young people's development. Yeah, I agree. They um, learn how to win and lose. They learn mm-hmm. how to work together. They mm-hmm. learn a lot of things that are important yeah. uh, to life. Yeah. And um, But it, it's difficult when they're on Sunday mornings. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> when they have church yeah. shows. So. We used to have sports. Our girls played softball in our, our son, in yeah. high school, and um, they played after school and yeah. after school hours. The the teams played not on Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I grew up playing in a basketball. I grew, played basketball pretty much my whole life. Oh, you did. And we would have our sports. Um, we our church had a team growing up. Oh yeah. So oh. we played with different churches in the area. And our games were always Sundays, but they would be Sunday afternoons. Okay. So all of us could go to church. Yeah. 
And I've been hoping and wanting to do for a while of having campus teams at oh, Menlo that we could play against each other. Yeah. So if you're interested, well, can <laughs> love you see you. us? Can you see us? Yeah. You can root us on. <laughs> he used to play baseball on a okay. church, our church team. Yeah. Basketball and baseball. Oh, yeah. did basketball and, too. And uh, mm-hmm. we always play, had a church league in San Jose. Right. We competed and it was, it was a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, that's a, a great bonding. Thing, really is. You know, it's just yep. really, really great. Yeah, and we mentioned before reaching out to the community, that's getting right. others involved, and I think that's yeah. a great way to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. We had all our games in the evenings mm-hmm. uh, and some at night. Um, yeah. Some places where they had lights, we played at night yeah. uh, on softball teams. Awesome. So, yeah, that's fun. So it was really fun. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Margaret and Tony. This has been a really fun time. Is there anything else if, as you've been thinking about the history, any other stories that you'd like to share? Anything else you'd like to add? You don't have to, but here's some space to do well, so if you'd like I to. Have, I have a little one. There used sure. to be a group of women, probably, I don't know, six of us that would meet every uh, Tuesday at our mm-hmm. home in Saratoga praying for a witness in the community. Mm. Some were Young Life moms, some were at different Mm -hmm. churches, some were helping uh, just in different areas. And then this new work came, and this came to us. uh, Will you be willing to help start this church? And I thought, no, I don't really want to do that. I mean, we've been praying for this maybe (laughs) for a couple years, and this opportunity, and I thought, I don't want to leave where I am. And yet God kept pushing and saying, well, you've been praying for it, Margaret. What do you, wow. Are you not going to step out in faith and do it? Yeah. And so Tony was very positive about it, and we did it. But um, so a prayer has been a major part of that ministry in the church. And we did have a pastor whose wife got very ill with cancer and was dying. And so we started kind of a regular weekly, not something just spasmodically. Mm-hmm. And that's been going for close to 40 years, Amazing. probably. Wow. And so a COVID hit, uh-huh. and that was a struggle. And what do we do with that? And how do we keep going? And right. this whole new technology of Zoom came in. And yeah. What do we do with Zoom? Mm-hmm. And so we did it, and we've been going, and it's a faithful group of people. Wow. I'm very thankful for each and every one of them. I, I would like to add uh, that we've seen many miracles that God mm. has performed in our lives mm. since the very beginning. The, um, the, the fact of my going into the service, I, I had a little bit of training in the machine shop and I advanced in rank quickly. We, the fact that we bought this property in Saratoga, mm. the fact that we joined a new church work in Saratoga, Mm-hmm. God worked many miracles in our lives. When we look back, and even at the time, we recognized some of these things. I, I got an education uh, here at San Jose State mm. when we had three children, and I was working and going to school and building a house, wow. and God uh, provided for us, and we saw just so many miracles anyway. Wow. God has been good to us and yeah. blessed us abundantly. Not only with church friends and and church um, work that we've done, but with family and and friends, mm-hmm. yeah. um, we've been blessed abundantly. Well, yeah. abundantly in that we had three children, 
We have 10 grandchildren. Oh, wow. And 22 great-grandchildren. So I would oh. say not only... <laughs> <laughs> you could start your own church. <laughs> well, what, we, what the church did, but what our family did, an explosion. Yeah. And uh, they are a great blessing to us. Amazing. We, we have great joy in we that family. Certainly have our own baseball team. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Well, I'm just very, I'm very thankful. I'm thankful for your willingness to share. Um, I'm thankful that your faithfulness has impacted so many, whether that's saying yes to God, to helping, you know, plant a church or start a church or literally build a church. Like it's an amazing story. And I'm so glad that we were able to have this conversation. So thank you both. Thank you for asking us. Thank you. you. I'm glad and thankful that Menlo is interested enough to want to know about the history of the church that was there before they merged. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, it's kind of precious to us, that church, you know, that's of our Of course, home. of course And so those 62 years of history or whatever yeah. is very important. So yeah. And we don't we hold that lightly. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. It thank means you a lot much. to us. It really does. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you both. Well, we've enjoyed it. I don't know with my voice if this is all. Oh, Debbie. Oh, that's our daughter.